0: three two
1: boom ladies and gentlemen we're back welcome back ladies and gentlemen it's good to be here fired up here on this episode a little late in the day but it's all right it's good to be back here episode 319 of kicking it with the king it's your host Gabriel hernandez as always ladies and gentlemen coming at you live it's good to be back it is sunday January twenty fourth two thousand and twenty one. Ha! I didn't say two thousand and twenty like I usually do. I said two thousand twenty one, baby. But anyways, guys, it's raining outside too. By the way, I went. I went in the um before I did the podcast. So probably about like I mean forty minutes ago, I walk into the garage right, and I hear some rain outside. So I went and go look out there. I'm like, it's fucking raining. Like I was going um. On a walk the other day. And I'm not the kind of guy that looks at fucking the weather and shit like that. Unless it's going to be hot or it's in the summer. But other than that, you'll never really, rarely catch me looking at my phone. Really caring about the weather or anything like that. It looked kind of gloomy outside, I'm not going to lie, here in California. But then uh, from there... Dude, it was it started raining right when I was getting to the store. I was going to I was going on a walk, but then I just decided to go sometimes go to the store. And the store's about maybe if you walk, probably about 15 minutes away. It's not really that far, just, you know. It's 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 a little walk depending on if you're not used to walking and stuff like that. But I go to that store all the time. It's a, that corner store I always talk about. Um but yeah, it started raining and then it was cold as fuck. Made my nipples hella hard too not in a weird way, but damn, it was just fucking wild, dude, and then from there, uh, it started hailing as well, too, so it was pretty crazy, man, the the rain's been here, and it's here right now as well, Um, but... You know, I mean, I don't know. Now we can look at the weather. Here we are starting off the podcast in one of the most awkward ways ever. (laughs) Talking about the fucking weather. What are we, weathermen, here? But it's really good to be back. I'm really glad to be back here. We had a good show, a recap of uh, Max Hallway's amazing performance. Now we have to say someone else's name here on this show. How about Dustin motherfucking Poirier getting the job done last night against Conor McGregor? And not only getting the job done, First man ever to stop Connor by strikes. Other than Floyd Mayweather, if you count the boxing match, but you know, straight knocking out and, and, and finishing in the cage, you got to give it all Dustin Poirier. And how could we not begin the show by starting off how amazing of a performance, how breakout of performance that was by Poirier. And absolutely phenomenal, and you know, unforgettable, unbelievable. Being sad on both ends, you know, sad to see Conor get taken out like that, but you know he's also very respectful after the fight too. So you got to give him that. But on top of that, that shows you the goddamn hard work that DP has put in over the years. I mean, you know, I said this for the longest time. the The first match, obviously, you can you can judge it off the first. You can't you can judge him off the first match. You can you, you can choose not to. But I had said I just. They didn't fight long enough for me to really take anything away. It was a good shot. The, both men landed some good stuff in the first fight. But ultimately, it was Conor's left-hand shot at, at that point that landed picture perfect. And, you know, since then, I feel Dustin Poirier has made a substantial amount of improvements throughout uh, you know his, his entire career and his record. And the fact that he's really only lost to Michael Johnson and Khabib in the last seven, eight fights. And you look at Khabib, essentially retired now. At breaking news, he said that. He feels that he's levels ahead of Michael Chandler, who also delivered the oh my god, 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 oh my god moment for me as well. If you look at my Twitter, at G the King uh, MMA, uh, I was literally in shock, literally in awe. I was like, holy fuck, this guy is, this guy came in like a bat out of the L and you no know, little slow start, but he picked his shots. He, he uh, oh, I was in an overhand. We have to watch it again. We'll, we'll, we'll pull it up here on, um, And we'll check it out. But, dude, he he dropped some serious bombs on Dan Hooker. You know, it it went completely opposite way that I thought. You know, that's what you get. You can't look look past a guy like Michael Chandler. I mean, especially, like, the fact that he trains down in a really good gym. He trains at the likes of Kamara Usman, Gilbert Burns. I mean, he's day in and day out working with some of the baddest men on the planet. And, you know, at his day and age, you know, it's a little late to be making his UFC... um, Return or not UFC return? Excuse me, is debut in the UFC after so long, and you know has already had a decorated career. I mean, Michael Chandler is the kind of the guy who could have have retired, never going to the UFC, and still had a Hall of Fame worthy career. But what he was able to do last night against Dan Hooker was oh my, that's unbelievable! Last night was absolutely unbelievable. It, it was amazing. I mean, it, it started off uh, like the first three fights. Uh well the, not the first three fights but there was a lot of few of uh, uh, a lot of fights and they were kind of weird you know some of the judging was kind of weird like the um which fight was it um the Khalil Roundtree Jr versus that I forgot the guy's name. But I thought that one was two rounds to one. And especially with all the significant shots that Roundtree landed. And Roundtree actually landed a, what was that, check right hook or check left hook that stunned? I think it was Yuri Prochaska or something like that. He landed and he hurt him and he stunned him. And, you know, if I had to say, um, if they're judging the fights based off of stats, it was a very close fight. But you, if you're judging the fight, this depends on what you're looking for. If you're judging the fight off of significance and damage. Khalil Roundtree hurt him a couple hurt hurt him multiple times. How the fuck are they gonna give the judges time to, to that? And Julia Napeña um, also delivered a good comeback. She was getting dominated. She was getting out wrestled, taken down by Sarah McMahon. Ends up coming out, uh, pulling out the back door with a a rear naked choke to defeat uh the former Olympian too. So, um, congrats to to. Juliana Pena as well, it would have sucked to see her get a loss, but let's go back to the main event, man, oh my god, Dustin Poirier is fucking something special, man, I still remember when I first bet on Dustin Poirier, hella hard, the hella hard bet, it was like one of the most serious bets I've ever placed still to this day. The very, the very time, the very first time was when I remember him uh, having to fight the Korean zombie. I think I was watching videos, and I was a little ass kid at the time. But I was just watching, him, um, just seeing how good he is and his confidence and his. T- I was looking at his tattoos and physique at the time, and I was just like, "This guy looks kind of cool." I'm like you know, uh, before I even started paying attention to the fighters when I was a little kid and stuff I would just be like, "Oh, I'm going to pick this guy cuz he has a bigger physique or he looks more buff or some shit like that," rather than looking at the skills and shit like that, right? You know what I mean? But um just this the way he did it. And I know for instance when when he uh he when he had Connor, her, then boom it, it it was just something something absolutely mm-hmm. something abs- I I can't even speak. That's how speechless I am, man. I'm fucking speechless. That was an insane amazing performance. Now Um, both co-main and main event were amazing performances. So now, uh, the question is, what's next? I mean, Khabib openly saying to Dana, or Dana said that Khabib says that, oh, I'm levels ahead of these guys, and essentially confirming the fact that he isn't impressed and he feels he can dominate both those guys and doesn't warrant immediate comeback or a comeback at all for him. So what they're going to do with the title, I don't know if they're going to make it vacant, are they going to have Dustin Poirier fight Charles Oliveira? Because that logically should be the next thing. I don't. I mean, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler is nice, but a big win like that over Conor McGregor and not only finishing Conor McGregor, knocking him out. I said earlier on my Twitter that with Dustin Poirier doing what he did on Saturday night, he has all the bragging rights. He he elevated his status to the highest that he can possibly do, and well, well highest that he can be at right now because of what he's done, and I don't want to see Dustin Poirier in any non-title fights ever again, I mean, with a win like that, you just can't go down from there, It, it it's a, it's outstanding, it's unbelievable what he was able to pull off, yes, Connor had success early on, kind of a weird boxing stance, you know, rumors that he was set to fight Manny Pacquiao after that, he, he wanted to, and now that's out of the, um, that's completely out of the picture. Now King Ryan Ryan Garcia will actually be having an exhibition belt against Manny Pacquiao. That I just found out probably about fifteen to twenty minutes ago. Pretty weird fight. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It seems like I thought Manny Pacquiao was a little bit bigger than him, but hey, eh, you know it's whatever. Um, but yeah, unfortunate, man, to see Conor go out like that. I mean, he hasn't fought. I mean, he. I was I was uh, struggling. I think when the last time he's fought was because it seemed like it was so long. But I did remember last this time last year he was fighting Cerrone he looked per- perfect he looked he looked good. And I I don't know what went wrong I will have to rewatch it mind you I was pretty faded when I watched it pretty buzzed. we were drinking um shots um did we drink I drank a couple beers and had a lot of bong rips and took a lot of hits of the stizzy pen and stuff like that so we were having a oh I ate some good food too by the way um and. Yeah, we're having a good fucking time, but I know what i seen on there, so, uh, let's pull it, let's pull this shit up, dude, I want to see this one more time, give me one second, and I'm gonna go get some, actually, I'm gonna get something to drink real quick, ladies and gentlemen, let's quickly take a quick commercial break, and we're back, here we go. Here oh. we go. I, I, I literally thought that uh, we're gonna see a lot of calf kicks from Dan Hooker. Right? Hold on, let me. Uh, to I don't know if we're supposed to be playing this. At least for on YouTube, we we're, weren't supposed to. Here we go, Michael Chandler. Very up, very upright, you know, very light on his feet. I thought that Dan was gonna utilize a lot of those calf kicks, cuz they're very effective. That's what Dustin Poirier used utilized with in his fight against Conor. He hurt Conor's leg doing that. But here we go. Chandler, very calm, cool, collected. Watch Dan uh, chopping at those legs, though. He's just waiting for the right time, and then he just lands a bomb. Very good wrestler, lots of power. Puts people away, hey, man. It's, it's amazing. That dude drops some serious bombs. A nice little body shot by Chandler. Very Ooh, threw a nasty right hand, and how crazy was it to have fans back in attendance? Absolutely insane, man. Checking this out real quick, baby. Ooh, tries to throw that right hand a little short on the attempt, though. I think he swung that air. That that didn't really hit Dan, I don't think, but I could have sworn it was an overhand right. I've only seen the fight uh, live, and that was yesterday, so just kind of want to get a better uh, understanding of what happened and... Oh, he's loading that shit up. He's ready to land that shit. Ooh, another overhand right. Another, tr- another attempt. A front kick. He's trying to throw that nasty overhand right. He's trying to sleep him. He's loading that shit up. Great job on the call too by Cormier, Anik, and Felder. There he goes, throwing that nasty kick. That looked like I hurt him. I remember saying that yesterday. He hurt. He hurt him with that leg kick. Those leg kicks. Oh, his left hand. His crazy finishing instincts. Whoa. Wow, dude. this amazing. Just the way he did it. And after so long, after being out of the UFC for so long and never, never making it to the big show. Former champion over in Bellator multiple times was a face organization has had a long illustrious career. Comes over to UFC and does that to Dan Hooker. Are you kidding me? Has anybody taken out Hooker like that? I don't think so. That was amazing, dude. Just what he was able to do, and he did it so fast. You get you get caught sometimes in the sport, and that's very that was very unfortunate for Dan Hooker. I like Dan. Dan's a good striker, and, and nine times out of ten, man, And I think if these guys were to fight multiple times, it wouldn't end up like that. But you know, that just shows you how legitimate Michael Chandler is, man. So it makes it a it makes you realize how good Patricio Pitbull is as well. That's a lot of things a lot of people aren't talking about. I know Pitbull had a little had a little something to say to him. He called him, referred to Michael Chandler as his son. So he goes, throws the right hand to the body, and boom! Comes over the top with the left hand. From then on, Dan's just hurt. He's covering up. Body shot. Then left hand over the top. Boom, he's down. Damn, dude. Left. Oh, I don't think he knew he was going to hit him. Get Connect with that because you look how long and lengthy Dan is compared to Michael Chandler. I had said yesterday that they looked like they were two weight classes apart. Like, at least look like uh, Michael Chandler was a 155 and Hooker was 170. Oh, just oh my God! Here he gets on the uh, cage and does a backflip, boom, and then another backflip and gets right back up to his feet, man. That was fucking wild, dude. And what a a way to cut a hell of a promo as well. Do you guys want to hear the promo? You want to hear the the wild promo he had? It it was insane. I I want to see the um, what's it called? I don't know if I don't really want to watch the, I don't really, I don't know. It makes you sad to watch the Conor um, Poirier finish show. I just wanted to see that man. How how amazing of a performance that he put that that he was able to put together, and do it in impressive fashion. Because you know, a lot of it's a, a lot of people have questions when you come over from an or, another organization like that this is historic this happens all the time it's either you coming from the ufc or you're going from the ufc and it's a matter of how you're going to do in the next organization are or you going to continue the same success like you did when you had it in the ufc vice versa so you could be having success in all these other organizations and then boom you come to the ufc and you look average you look good in another organization but you come to the ufc where the best and baddest fighters on the planet stay and usually, you know, it's it's very challenging. You know, a lot of these guys that come over from other organizations don't have an easy route. It's 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 a murderer's row of absolute killers, and that's what Dan that's what Dan Hooker fought against, an absolute killer in the form of Michael Chandler. I mean, I I thought that Dan Hooker would would pull that one out the bag. Not saying that I didn't think Michael could win. I'm just like it seems like such a dangerous fight. I mean, the first good fight for him for sure, but. You that sets Michael Chandler up right in the mix. So now we get to have the discussion for who they should fight. I mean, I know there's been a lot of uh, people creating their own fights and the, the, what they should do now and what the UFC should do with the lightweight division now that could be as officially, not officially, it's not really official, but he hinted basically that he's uninterested. So 155 can move on. And we don't have to have people sitting around and being upset and just waiting for the next when the next opportunity. Is it's going to be uh, interesting to see what they do because we have got some top tier lightweight fights to be made. I mean nobody, I mean nobody's talking about Charles Oliveira, but yeah, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. That that would be an absolute amazing fight for the belt for the um um the lightweight title. I mean you could throw Conor back in there pretty soon too. I mean it's unfortunate that he lost, but I think the longer we have to we wait for Connor to come back and say like, oh, you should take some time off or whatever other bullshit anyone wants to say, then we're gonna have to wait even longer. I'm not saying throw him right back in there like in like a couple of months. But he seriously needs to um you know, obviously straighten up whatever it is. Who who are we to sit here and tell who should be straightening up things, but you you, you get what I mean, right? Like we don't want to see him take too much damage or lose to a lesser known person other than Dustin Poirier cuz Dustin Poirier can crack what Dustin was able to do like I said absolutely amazing man so they're one and one both with knockout finishes that's how how ironic i mean i thought if dustin would win he would have won by like a submission or something like or, or a decision cuz and um if you look early on in the first round he utilizes grappling and he took mcgregor down instantly and he had him up against the cage and everything and that was one of the things that I had thought. I mean, I know um, Dustin and Conor both kind of agreed that they'd be ready for anything and You know, it, you know if Conor needed to, if it needed to draw out and be a longer fight than then the need be Then other than that Connor believed he would win in 60 under 60 seconds. Unfortunately, that didn't happen but substantially um, both men were paid both men obviously very humble both in victory and or defeat connor very respectful as always say what you want about him after his fights or say what you want about him as a person and stuff but at the end of the day the man went in there and fought and deserves the respect of the fans and and everyone else that, under the sun so all those memes that people are posting and have to have they're using a reply to start certain stuff of connor laying down after being knocked out have never have uh, felt that feeling before and i'm pretty sure all those people that are posting the memes and shit like that have never got slept in front of where probably a million people worldwide watching that fight live or you know in the arena too so a lot of people don't know what it's like to have be humiliated on national tv and you know it's, it's insane man but you know the disrespect is there but um got to respect everybody that walks and in, steps inside that cage so um enough of that but um yeah so where, where Connor goes from here uh what's next I mean maybe a tony ferguson kind of fight McGregor versus ferguson that's an exciting fight I like that fight honestly that's a really good fight that's an amazing fight um Nate diaz in the news as well calling out a Dustin Poirier, they were originally supposed to fight at UFC 230. Dustin Poirier pulled out with a hip injury, and then, you know, that fight never really came together. But they were slated to fight, and I said that um, I didn't want to see Dustin Poirier in any other fights unless they're big money fights, because he deserves it. He's a kingpin. He is the man. He is He's the guy. He is the guy at 155 pounds right now. Everybody should be wanting to fight Dustin Poirier. What he was able to do, man... Now, I'm going to be in awe for it for a very long time. It's it's not going to stop. It's still going to be there. The, the shock being in awe. Just absolutely insane. And I don't know. I don't know what to say on just speechless. And mind you, very fucking thirsty, too. I should just get some water or something. Because I'm absolutely thirsty. But... You know, I, I like the Tony Ferguson fight. People are suggesting a Nate Diaz 3 fight. And some are thinking that somewhere down the line in the future, or hopefully near future or something, maybe Poirier-Connor goes and throws, uh, and uh, runs it back for the third time. Now Connor, um has to... Uh, now Connor rematched uh, Dustin and... He lost. So, I mean, obviously he lost in a- He has the first time. Came back and avenged that one. Hasn't had any other rematches in the UFC. I mean, same thing with Max Holloway. He beat Max Holloway early on. Never got a rematch with that. Fought Nate Diaz. Lost the first time. And, uh... Didn't... I mean, he got the rematch right away. And then here he is. He fought Khabib. Then, obviously, didn't get a rematch. Now, here he is fighting... Um, all his fights are warranted rematches, like the fights of Diaz, you know, now he has a fight with a uh, rematch, had a rematch with Poirier, wanted a rematch with Khabib. That's wild, man. man. Connor's a serious uh, fighter, serious athlete, hell of a guy, a wild man for sure. And, you know, greats lose sometimes. It was so unexpected, but it wasn't like out of the realm of possibility. It was just that to, to see him get taken out. That way was what I was kind of alluding to what I meant to say. But anyways, guys, let's quickly drop some plugs here. If you like our show, if you support us, and I substantially support each and every one of you. love each and every one of you guys supporting our show. I do look at the stats. I do look at the numbers, and they keep going up, even when I wouldn't do shows. You know, when I would feel like I would go a week without doing them, I still see the numbers going up. So people, um, the traffic for the podcast is, is really getting... It's really getting there. It can be better, as always. We can always be better at different things, but substantially appreciate you guys. So give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKpod, both for Instagram and Twitter. Um, I haven't committed to creating a new Instagram, or at least, I mean, because uh, my other Instagram, my real Instagram got disabled or banned, you know, and i off uh off Instagram for violating their community guidelines or something like that. I don't know. Because free speech isn't warranted. But um, yeah, follow me on, on Instagram at kwtkpod. So I've kind of taken over that account. So it'd still be the podcast account. But I think I'm just going to use that for my normal Instagram. I did create another Instagram last night. But it's not letting me follow a large amount of people. Like it's not going to let me follow them. Like, I tried to follow like three people. And it said like, oh, something. Tell us if you think this is a mistake or some shit. Like I'm trying to grow my account back, motherfucker. I'm not a spam account they hardly let me they didn't even let me back in like that, that captcha thing the captcha thing where they see if you're a robot or not that fucking little you have to you have to um what's it called um like find all the crosswalks or click all the boxes with the crosswalks so like i said follow me there too but now kwhkpod on instagram and twitter g the king official or g the king and on twitter as well so Anchor.fm forward slash KWTK pod as well. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Spotify, iTunes, and all of the above. Let's move along, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Um So I went shopping at Walmart the other day. Um Well, online obviously but uh, my my iwatch finally arrived. I've been waiting for this. I don't know if I talked about it on here yet. But yeah, I, I wanted an iwatch. Uh, I I said iwatch watch the way I said it. Uh no, um so I got it. It's a Series 3 because I mean I've always thought about the the newer one. The, I think it's like they have a Series 6, but there's really no difference after a while. Like there's nothing substantially different about it. Later, if you really like pay attention to all the newer stuff oh it's a bigger size or it does this or has better this or that you know I've, I've never really been like that kind of person to go and get a whole new like get that the new. if a new iphone comes out oh no i'm not one of those people like oh i have to go and get it like i'm not gonna go get it because i'm not interested in the new cameras or i hardly take pictures like that i'm the i'm the kind of guy like if it works, it works. If it's doing the job, if it's doing what I needed to do, then then so be it. You know that's that's what's the most important. Yeah, it came in the mail. It's only two days. Um, I was nervous because I thought maybe it wouldn't pair, but I think you know the last time I bought an iWatch, I um it didn't it wouldn't work because my phone um was too outdated. So um the phone I had was real outdated. it, it, it would it was the older iPhone. It, it, it hear me stuttering. yeah, it was the older iPhone. It would only update to like 12.1 or something, but it still had updates. that's the crazy thing. it still had updates. It's just that uh it, it wasn't compatible because the iWatch required uh iOS. 13 or higher, but anyways, it took, like, 30 minutes to pair, though, but, yeah, so, I mean, I'll see all the updates for, like, ESPN, and one of my favorite features is not having to pull your motherfucking phone out and text, though, you've got to talk into the microphone, and I look a little crazy looking at my hand now, I was, like, talking to my hand and shit like that, I'm like, hey, Siri, call, call this person. You know what I mean? So it's like it looks like I'm talking into my wrist though. It's really crazy though. I really like it. And um it's the forty MM I think, like the big the big one. I had a little one, but I, I like the, the bigger one too. So yeah, it's it's pretty loud too. And you know, I can make calls off of it too. So, I mean it's really cool. Man. Motherfucking Apple doing it again, pulling me in. I just couldn't get it off out of my head. So like the story behind it, I was just like, you know, I never usually like I mean I I told and I was just talking about uh, my New Year's resolutions. Do you guys remember me talking about? I think we talked about it on the last episode. So we're talking about New Year's resolutions and stuff like that, right? And and one of my big ones is to limit that crazy amount of spending, that um, that I've been doing that I had did kind of last year and stuff. But you know I just couldn't get get out of my head that I I did I wanted one, and then I try to convince myself not to think I wanted one and then i end up getting i mean I, like i said i wasn't disappointed i was just thinking like i have to put myself in that headspace where i think that oh i deserve it like i deserve it so i'm going to do it you know what i mean that's really like all that matters as long as you as long as you work hard and stuff that's all that matters Hey, literally look at your fucking emails on here. Dude, it's it's badass. It's probably like one of the coolest unique gifts I think I've gotten myself so far. So um now we will save. That's for sure. So I got that. Um other than that, we really just I kinda just watched the fights. I mean it was a long ass week. I'm ready for another one. Um we do the podcast on Saturdays and Sundays and mainly the other Fridays, probably Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. But um yeah, so we, we watched the fights. I got real fucked up. Um, text. Was a texted a lot of my friends. We were just talking, hanging out at home, into the store. Not, nothing too exciting. I really haven't been up to, to much other than work. Like, it's um, it's a given for me to stay busy. And I like to stay busy. On top of that, you make money on top of being busy. But, you know, I'm just, I'm the kind of guy that likes to keep doing things and not stop doing things. I mean, I do have my lazy days, like, literally all day I've been chilling, laying down and just, like, sleeping and stuff and taking naps. I mean, like, earlier I took two uh, Advil PMs and I was uh, on the phone with and I, um and, like, you know, got off the phone and then passed out, you know what I mean, why I was like in and out of sleep, like really weary and shit like that, but other than that, man, I don't know what we got planned for, um, I don't know what to plan for this, uh, next weekend or anything like that, I'm not, obviously that's a long time from now, but, uh, um, pretty interesting, do I get paid on Tuesday? I don't know why that randomly popped in my head. Here, pull out my bank bank statement. (laughs) Oh yeah, so I do get I get paid on Tuesday. Okay, I didn't know that. I don't know why that randomly popped in my head. Anyways, guys, let's get back to talking about the fights. Um, so now, like I said, we get an opportunity to see what happens. What's next? And at lightweight, like I said, it's all about lightweight right now. One of the most exciting divisions that they have out there right now. Um, interesting. Obviously, very, ter- very crazy turn of events yesterday and stuff. And like I said, overall, a lot of weird decisions at times and some important and amazing performances happen. I still feel like there's a lot to talk about. Why does it feel like that? You, you guys ever feel like you're forgetting something or there's more things you need to say? that's how I was feeling right now I mean um, one point I made yesterday uh not yesterday but uh, I was thinking about was that you know in a perfect world stylistically I think you know obviously um, I had suggested and said that you know Poirier can't go in that octagon with a guy like Connor and play pitter-patter you know like I said like the whole um, you know like fight of the night, you know fight of the year kind of fight, you know cuz Conor's like the wrong guy to really um, Try to play that with cuz his his power in his left hand and stuff and, and just his overall power in general and his accuracy and shit like that so You know I had said early on that you shouldn't um, play that game with Connor, but in the end he gets the job done. I, I remember when I knew, I remember uh, saying, thinking in my head that Connor's hurt. And then Dustin Poirier just goes in for the finish, man. And he puts him away. He sensed the finish. He came after him. He got the job done. And like I said, holding him at the highest standards, man. He is a man. Dustin Poirier is the man now. So it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen next for sure. Um, What's the next fight card coming up? What do we got?
0: Um.
1: um I think it's if I'm not mistaken it's uh over Alistair Overeem's fight night next I think Alistair Overeem's fighting next let's see Yeah, Overeem versus Volkov, heavyweight five round heavyweight main event. Yeah, Alexander Volkov versus Alex Overeem. Who else is on that card?
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm really not. I'm not too sold on, on the card yet. Like I said, I'm not, not that I'm not sold. I just haven't looked at it and really seen it other than, than my I, I didn't know of anyone else that was on the card of, Yeah, Like, I have to look at the card to remember who it is because there's just so many fights, so much stuff going on. You really can't sit and perform and pay attention to every little thing. You know what I mean? Ugh, but man, some craziness has gone happening in the world as of late. Um, it hasn't really been talked about on a uh, a lot of crazy shit going on in the world just in general. Um, follow the page that I follow on Twitter at um disclose.tv but it's at disclose tv d i s c l o s e tv on Twitter. They they post a lot mm-hmm. of different things. Like a lot of different uh like world news and they cover a lot of stuff that's going on basically a lot of the protests the wild protests and you know po- politics related stuff politic related things some people thought essentially that this cow was gonna get shut down I mean the threat of them getting shut down had them moving to telegram and telegrams actually really cool because encrypts your messages and stuff and you can't track them or see them. I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know how, how it is works exactly. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of groups in there too, you know, QAnon and um, some other, I don't know, some just people that like, to, like the truth. I mean, everybody that's getting suspended off Twitter and Instagram and all that are all flocking to Gab.com. Also, give me a follow there, ladies and gentlemen. gab.com slash G the King official. Let's pull that shit up. Don't search it in Safari, though. If you're going to go on gab, I'd suggest uh, downloading the DuckDuckGo app and, um, you know, using it like, you know, DuckDuckGo. And just, you know, that's, that's where a lot of people look at a lot of their stuff. Let's see. gab.com. Let's see if they're, how fast their servers has gotten because for a while they're, they had one server. And they weren't expecting to blow up as much as they did. I am mean, pretty damn sure that they, <laughs> they didn't uh, uh, expect to blow up this much. I mean, I never knew that Twitter was going to end up doing the craziness that it's been doing. And everything that happened when they went on their entire purge. Purging of President Trump's Twitter and uh, just all of his supporters and all that, too. So it was pretty wild that they, uh, they really did that. But, yeah, they, everybody's flocked all the way to Gab. Gab doesn't have an app in the app store or anything like that. None of them will host it. it, it I don't know what happened with that. But, yeah, it's just a huge war right now. So, um, yeah. So, what I was going to say was, oh, Mexico's president has just tested positive for COVID-19. There's lots of riots going on all over the place. Violent anti-lockdown protests in several cities in the Netherlands. Protesters set fire to a police motorcycle in The Hague. fucking wild. Someone, uh, billionaire hedge fund manager Ray Dalio says that we are on the brink of a terrible civil war, um, citing the terrible financial state of the United States and terribly divided population. Yeah, the population is terribly divided. That's for damn sure. That's why I said when you got, uh, when you, you know, you just fuck with the people you fuck with, keep super positive and, you know, try not to watch news man it's pretty cuz what what happens in the news can consume you but there's a lot of stuff that the media doesn't talk about i don't know necessarily if it's just doesn't hard hitting news or anything like that or if it's just not important enough or if it's just simply don't want anybody to know cuz it might incite panic or they seem to talk about the coronavirus at one point in time but you know nowadays it just seems like that's something that's dead yeah not really i mean things are still closed and most for the most part and things haven't necessarily opened back up some places open back up but you know they're just limiting the capacity but that's not the point the point is is like that thing that the coronavirus to me is like a thing of the past, now, now people are, you know, testing positive for it, it's still very dangerous, you know, people do die from it, we just lost Larry King, R.I.P. to Larry King, very funny, very fucking solid ass interviewer, one of the best interviewers of all time, one of the best hosts uh, of all time, and a very good actor as well, too, so, I loved him in the B movie, shout out to Larry King, um, aka Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I'm just kidding, that's fucked up to say it, but they did kind of look alike too, so that's pretty crazy, um, but yeah, so, you know, a lot of craziness is happening in the world, and shit like that, it, it's, you've gotta find peace, if you don't find peace in all this wild craziness, man, everything is just gonna to go to shit, completely, I mean, I've already noticed some, uh, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I've already noticed some really significant, um, you know, things going upside down since President Biden has been in the office. You know, um, tens of thousands of jobs have already been lost because he's banned, uh, what is it, oil fracking or something. I mean, that's dangerous for the earth in general, fracking, getting oil, but at the end of the day, we need oil to do that. And um, he, I think he reversed a lot of different... <laughs> Trump, uh, Trump policies and stuff, or, uh, Trump, you know, like, Trump signs executive bill, or all this, all this other, you know, and like, you know how the president signs that kind of stuff, He's reversed a lot of things that Trump had originally signed, so, it's causing a lot of problems for some, for a lot of people, I posted this, uh, video on, on TikTok about it, hold on, give me one second, you can follow me on TikTok as well, um, At G, the king 2G's official, G, the king official. Um, But, um, here we go. So, it says, I got to give Joe Biden credit. It usually takes, they went too fast, the video. It takes usually a year or two to break campaign promises, and he breaks them in 72 hours. Joe Biden's, what is it, his energy plans, energy bans are killing jobs and education in the state of New Mexico, there's a lot of different other things, but yeah, dude, my views skyrocket crazily, like, when you go over to TikTok, dude, the amount of views that that you have is absolutely, uh, that you get on there is absolutely wild. Like the antifa video uh i posted a video of uh typing in when you type in antifa.com i typed it in on duckduckgo obviously but um it goes redirects you to the white house so here we go antifa.com then click search and it says whitehouse.gov so it's pretty wild man <laughs> i'm not saying that's not anything but just post a lot of that stuff, so that video got uh, 620 views, 10 likes, and 2 comments, 202 views for the last one, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on TikTok as well, I mean, (laughs) I really really like, uh, I I stopped using TikTok for a while, but whenever there's interesting shit on there, I'll, um, You know what I mean? Like I'll do, I'll do it. I'll I'll get on there and you know, just post whatever I need to post. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, is that it? Is that everything we got here on this episode? I th- I think it is. But yeah, other than that, man, the fucking protests in Inhoven. There's uh, police cannot control Edenhoven anti-lockdown rioters. This situation is getting out of control. Um. Cars burning, windows smashed, shops looted. Like, people don't want to be fucking locked down. Damn, they're going wild up in the Netherlands. The Netherlands, Australia. This is fucking wild.
0: Dude.
1: Just in, Taiwan's Defense Ministry says the Chinese Air Force once again enroached into Taiwan's air defense zone on Sunday 13th. Oh, not Sunday, excuse me, Sunday. They enroached into Taiwan's air defense on Sunday 13 Chinese PLA aircrafts involved. Meanwhile, U.S. carrier strike group enters the South China Sea amid Taiwan tensions. Oh, shit. Absolutely wild, but yeah, it's been fucking wild, man. It's insane. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's it. And congrats to Dustin Poirier, man. What he was able to do, absolutely insane, absolutely wild. You know, like I said, only goes up from here now. Very interesting to see what they do. If they book him in a title fight with Charles Oliveira, that that'd be a fantastic fight, man. I'd like to see that. Very exciting. I'm very excited to see what they do. You know, much love to Connor, much love to Dan Hooker. I mean those guys are some of the best ever, I mean, more so Connor. Connor is like, obviously, absolute class act, so, whatever he chooses to do next, I will love and support him each and every time, same goes with Dan Hooker, man, you get caught sometimes, and sport's pretty wild, so, then again, congrats to Michael Chandler, way to cut a promo, a promo, what, what, way to introduce yourself in the UFC, the way that he did, and, you know, only goes up for him now as well, I mean, he has another big fight on the horizon, a very interesting fight, if he doesn't fight poorly, I think it, a good fight for him would be, uh, um, who if, if Chandler doesn't fight Poirier, I mean Poirier can fight Bronx and Chandler can fight Gaethje, or Poirier can fight Nie Diaz, and 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 or you know it's a whole mess right now, but it's an exciting mess that I'm excited to be a part of. So, um, it's it's been nice, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back. Sincerely, love each and every one of you guys, man. I know we don't come back often, but you know it's gonna be another busy week ahead. So it's gonna be wild, man. So. Really excited to see you guys again, talk to you guys again, and appreciate all the people that tune in for my podcast every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, Kicking It With The King is available everywhere you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to like, share, rate, review, download, and subscribe um, at kwtkpod on Instagram. And Twitter, mind you, I'm gonna be using the KWTK Pod Instagram as my own. I did put my name in the in there as well, so you know if you get a follow from there, just you know, know that's my account. And I'm gonna be running it officially, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, here we go. And just so you guys know, the DJ Turn It Up song is something I actually had mixed on an app. I mixed it on the app, and a lot of it's just it's just like a minute or so of me mixing. You know, the, the you know the apps that you can uh, what's it called um do like to beat, make beats and stuff, and play with beats, so I did that, so it's like my own little theme song, I had going for the show, just so you guys know this little theme song, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of this bitch, G the King MMA on Twitter, G the King official on TikTok, gab.com slash G the King official, ladies and gentlemen too, so like I said, follow, like, share, rate, and review, and without further ado, we're finally out of here, ladies and gentlemen, DJ turning it up in three, we we're out of this bitch, bye folks!
0: So DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, yeah. I like my music loud. So DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, yeah. I like my music loud. So DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, yeah. I like my music loud. So DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. I proddy, time to get hit loud is lit but hits if i bounce it and what you get. i just go in like the switch i not party can't get hit loud but hits if i bounce it, it and you get. i just go in like the switch